James Grumbig with Decentralized.media here, 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 here at the end of 2023, four years of COVID insanity. We're still still trying to fight the ban the jabs. We're still dealing with all of the corruption. The Biden regime is doing what? They're, they're, they're actually getting three three new uh, COVID vaccines coming to the market for next year. Just total insanity, waste of money. The fear pouring out of China with a white lung, I, I believe that's really... Yeah, it's vaccinated, but it's also 5G-related, EMF-related, because we saw those white lung uh, x-rays in New York actually back in March, April 2020, just giving you you know what's going on. So let's get the show rolling. I got three quick videos because the world is completely uh, bonkers. It's not just human beings. It's not just governments, but it's a lot more than that. Here we go. Wow, that's interesting. Somewhere in uh, the Northwest United States, Montana, Wyoming, wherever that may be. But the fact is, all of the deer, elk deer, have come down in, into the uh, lowlands, right, a away from normal. And why is that? What's going on in the wilderness to bring them into civilization? They're not foraging for food. So something else is going and is bothering them and they're coming in. That is not a normal sight. But let, let's let's continue because this is going to be an interesting show. Okay, so the context here is very simple. That is Yemen. That is a Houthi tribe, Yemen, attacking a Maersk Danish ship with Israeli cargo on it. Now, uh, you know, I would have thought two years ago that there's no way that the uh, Houthis and the Ye Yemen, they were in a civil war about a decade ago, thanks to Obama and the Arab Spring. Well, now they're actually pretty armed. They got missiles, rockets, and things, and they actually know how to operate them. So Yemen is not as backward people as people think they are, and now they're heavily involved. So it's not just Palestine, not just Gaza. I'm waiting for Iran and Russia to make the move in into Israel because it's going to be an expanding war, in my opinion. Let's go to the next video. I'm not going to make light of that. Um, that was a Ukrainian citizen named Stephen. I don't know his last name, but he's on the run, obviously. He walked into a city council mill, uh, meeting right out of the villages in Ukraine and obviously didn't like the conversation between the villagers and the city council. So he took matters in his own hands. Three flash grenades. They weren't necessarily percussion grenades because he didn't kill himself, but certainly injured a couple of people and he scared everybody. And so he's got the attention. Why am I bringing this up? Because there is a lot of frustration the last four years in city councils, in school boards, in hospital meetings, and I'm not condoning anything. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if somebody takes matters in their own hand. I'm not talking about the MK Ultra CIA uh, sharpshooters. I'm talking about people coming to the breaking point. Like, you know what? I'm going to do something different. And they go into a school board meeting, a hospital meeting, a city council meeting. That's going to be a shocker if and when it happens. I'm just warning all of those in those positions of authority, of power. 
you know what? You're a target. You're going to be a bigger target than you ever imagined next year when the vaccine injured, the normies, the sheep, actually wake up and realize they've been poisoned by you, they've been bankrupt by you, they've been slaved by debt system, and oh yeah, you're the cause of all the wars. They're going to connect anybody in lab coats and wearing ties and suits as the enemy, whether it's, it's accurate or not, whether it's fear or not, doesn't matter. Nothing's been fear for the last four years, and people are sick and tired, and you're going to get a breaking point like that in Ukraine. Started there first for obvious reasons. And let me start a PowerPoint because I'm going to dive into to Ukraine a little bit deeper. And we have to be aware of what's going on because what's happening over there is going to is coming to the United States. Just got to say. So this is Ben the Jabs Florida show. This is with Nurse Nicole. She's out of Central Florida. And we have uh, returning guest, Dr. Joseph Sansone, who's been really big proponent behind getting uh, GOPs in, in like 10 counties in Florida, might be more than that when he comes on a show at the bottom of the hour of actually banning the jab. This is episode number 18. This is James Grumman, your host. Every day you're going to either find me on Unrestricted Warfare or the co-host show on Beyond the Bible because we are in end times, in my opinion. And you can find all the episodes along with me, Josh Reed, and others on our network of Decentralized.media at rumble.com backslash red pill project well look at this this is a actual billboard in ukraine in a major city and we got a husband and wife team and this is they're advertising people to newlyweds married couples to actually go to the front line together isn't that romantic i i just find that insane but there we go usually you want at least one family member at home but but not in ukraine why because they're running out of soldiers 400,000 Ukrainians killed in action explains a whole lot. Well, it's that's not just enough. The average age now of a soldier in Ukraine fighting a war is 43 years old. You know what the average age in Vietnam was of a soldier? 19 years old. I'm not talking about the officers or generals or commanders, but the average age of a fighting soldier in Vietnam for the 10-year battle was 19 years old, and here we have 43 in Ukraine. This was done in less than two years. I'm kind of blown away by the statistic, but it's reality. The West and NATO, the Nazi NATO, have completely lost this war. And, oh, it gets better, though. So Ukraine faces second day of huge phone internet outages after sus suspected Russian cyber attacks. Certainly cyber attacks was it Russia. Now, why would Russia do it when they've already won the war? They've already won. Why would Russia be involved in this? So is this... Really, an American CIA contractor doing this and blaming Russia, you know, to, to bring data into the bigger war. They've tried every different different way to get Europe, Western Europe, and NATO into the war against Russia, and everything's failed so far. We will see how this plays out over the next month or so. <laughs> now, to talk to both Nurse Nicole, get her opinion on this, and Dr. Sansoni comes on. So, we, we it's been in the news this week that, oh, CVS and a couple other pharmacies, the big ones, of course, Wal Wal Walgreens, Walmart, whatever it is, they share they have shared medical records without you knowing it. You, the consumer, you, the med med medicine taker, you have no idea. Police now have received basically all of your personal data. Police, not the FBI, not the CIA, not the NSA, police, low-level police in your communities have all your medical records, at least regarding medicine. And is that HIPAA violations? I absolutely believe so. And will actually, will some real lawyers uh, get together class action lawsuits going after these big corporations? I don't know. Maybe the judges will tell them to back off. Who knows? But these are definitely violations, in my opinion. We know the Biden regime will do nothing about it. But people should get a little pissed off with what's going on. You're definitely living in a banana republic. So this was the CHD bus, right? The Children's Health Defense uh, has a Vax on Vax bus, which uh, went through... Uh, Tampa and Sarasota last weekend, and they interviewed a bunch of people, including my friend uh, Pei. Uh, you know, her, her one of her people she knows is, is having turbo cancer issues, very close to her. And now we have this nurse here, uh, Gail McRae, and, and you could find her interview online, you could find it on chd.tv, and she talks about exposing the deadly hospital protocol. It is absolutely the last place you want to be, as I've been saying the last two years, is end up in a hospital for any reason at all. You'll get the Fauci protocol. If you passed out, you're going to get you're going to get vaccinated. I can assure you against your will. That is all 
coming. And they're not going to have a, do not resuscitate order, even, even if you can be resuscitated. This is how it's been going. It has been nonstop and is completely a corrupt, evil system. So ban the jabs, Florida. So this is one of the counties, Lee County, that uh, Dr. Joseph Sansone talked about uh, on my last show. And, you know, we got got you know ways to go, but there's like 80-some counties in Florida or 70-some, but it, 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 it's a big number. But he's still moving the chains, as they call it in football, right? And and this is this is about trying to get Governor DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, and I have my next video on that, trying to get him to ban the jab statewide. So here you can find Nurse Nicole. You can find her uh, handle on Twitter at hen, H-E-N, NAC, N-A-C-0-3. That's where you can find her. And Dr. Joseph Sansone, you know, uh, through my old network and recently, uh, you can find Dr. Joseph Sansone in Florida, uh, josephsansone.substack.com. He's also involved in National Arm, A-R-M.org. Okay, let's bring on... Nurse Nicole, how you doing? I'm very good, thank you. So, uh, my information on what's going on in Florida pretty accurate. Yes, sir. We have quite a few similarities. There are some things that I could probably clarify a little bit better uh, that might help a little bit uh, understand. So, currently, with the ban the jobs, Florida, you know, there's multiple grassroots organizations that are trying to work together to see if we can reach the governor and, you know, the Surgeon General, you know, Joseph Latipo to let them know that we're very appreciative for the start of the Medical Freedom Group, uh, where they put together SB 252, which is a bill that they passed this year that does cover Floridians to be protected against the COVID-19 vaccine, emergency use authorization vaccines, and mRNA vaccines. However, there's a clause in the bill, a uh, sunset clause, that will expire in 2025, that will then eliminate the protection against the mRNA vaccines. And so we are trying to introduce a new bill, SB 680-2024, that will cover all vaccinations um, if they are not to be covered by the product liability, so that therefore uh, Floridians will have the opportunity to decline them if there is no liability against the manufacturer. So that is an initiative with Health Freedom Florida um, that is trying to get that pushed and some others um, as well. In regards to, you know, what's going on in the hospital systems now, yep. I during COVID, um, obviously, we, we all kind of know what went down during COVID. So where I kind of come in and is a little unique in my position is I still work in the hospital system. And I have been routinely discriminated against because I am unvaccinated when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine and um, really trying to educate the public as to what we continue to see in the hospital. So to kind of back up a little bit, I know you had mentioned, um, you know, going to the hospital or not going to the hospital. Um, I'll agree. You know, I work in the hospital and really, unless it's an emergency situation and even then, you know, kind of depends on what you define as an emergency. Um, a lot of things can be handled on the outside of the hospital system. And yep. we do a better job of educating our communities and empowering them to know what resources they have to them. Um, and obviously ways to take care of themselves and, and not have to require hospital medicine if at all possible. Um, the other thing is not necessarily Florida, um, but there there are states that do have the capability if you are admitted and, and have signed generalized paperwork um, in the fine print have have been known to state that um, you are in agreement to be vaccinated if they see fit. And so I think it's important that people understand what their laws are in their state. You know, a lot of people don't want to get into politics. You know, they're not quite sure um, what they're really reading, but to empower them to know what's going on in their state so that when you do seek medical treatment, because times have changed, that you know where you stand if you get admitted to the hospital and what rights you have. Um, everybody should have the same rights, but sometimes that, that is different depending on the state. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, except people don't want to, you know, they don't get politics. I completely agree with that. I don't want to get politics either, but I've been dragged into this uh, through my vaccine injured son 20 years ago. 
whatever it takes to finally end big everything. Not just big pharma, big medicine, big hospital, big government, get rid of it, big tech, big media, all of it. Destroy the entire big bank system. Completely reset it. I agree with Klaus Schwab. That's the only thing I agree with him on. Reset the damn system, but put none of those people in charge ever again. Other right. than that, they don't get in politics, but people don't want to be deceived either. And the right. informed consent has been so warped in the last four years, people have no idea what their rights are. Go ahead, Nicole. So to add to that, one of the main things that I advocate for is explaining what informed consent is, what that looks like. And I try to explain from a nursing standpoint, you know, to do no harm, that it is our duty to our patients to ensure that you receive the best unbiased informed consent so that whether it's a treatment, a medication, a procedure, you know the good and the bad, what happens if you choose to go this route or you don't and what that looks like for you and, and understanding that you have every single right to decline any kind of treatment that you do not see fit for yourself or your family, as long as you have that informed consent to make the best decision. Because to be transparent, there are situations where we might decline something and another alternative uh, situation can happen that may be a little less than ideal. Um, again, it, it can happen with anything, but we want to make sure that everybody understands the information in its entirety. So when you go into the hospital, knowing what rights that you have and, and having some sort of advocate, um, it's, it's very difficult when you have patients that don't have family present or individuals may not understand the medical system and how to navigate it. It's very broken. It was broken before COVID. COVID just broke it wide open. And so we're really struggling to regain trust in the community and rightfully so. And so the informed consent is a non-negotiable. And we definitely threw that at the wayside when COVID hit because I think there was such a sense of urgency and a lot of individuals were used um, by fear, you know, guided by fear to make decisions. And, you know, never in, a, in the history of medicine do we use fear to have patients. It wasn't you know, just fear it was coercion threats to lose your job threats to, to blacklist you in different other industries threats 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 so let's be clear it's not just not just coercion not just threats not just whatever they did every way they could they in new york city they bribed you here you want a bag of pot here you want a free pizza you want a hundred dollars they did everything in the sun to trick and deceive people into taking these bioweapon shots and the reality is now they're seeing the horrors of it and and anybody that's been injured by it really understand they've been they've been fooled they were lied to gaslit fooled and that continues but i want to play a quick video on a woman that's part of this uh, band of the jazz florida she did a one minute video it's it's on that just go to the hashtag band the jabs florida and you'll see it but i'm going to play it right here hold on Hi, my name's Maya Han. I am the founder of United for Healthcare Workers, and I'm calling on Governor DeSantis to ban the shots. Ban the COVID shots. They're causing massive damage to patients all across the world. Over 17 million people that have taken these shots have now died. The data is clear. There's contamination. These shots need to be pulled from the shelves. If the FDA refuses to pull them, we ask you, Governor, to pull them, protect the Floridian people, and have them no longer accessible to hurt any more people, any more children. We need to save lives. It is unethical to continue the COVID lies. It's unethical to be administering these contaminated, deadly, maiming shots. Please, Governor, do the right thing. Our federal government obviously is not doing the right thing. The FDA should have pulled these off the shelves year over a year ago. We now see the collateral damage everywhere. There's healthcare workers all across the state that do not want to participate in this genocide. We ask you, Governor, stop the shots, ban the shots, pull them from the shelves. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, Nicole, do you know who that woman is? And you can comment as well. Go ahead. I sure do. We're we're all trying to work together coming up for this session to push that bill. I spoke about SB 680 2024, 
Um, also, we worked together uh, last session where we were trying to get SB 222 put into law with many others um, that included all vaccinations. But uh, when it came down to the wire, the governor kind of backpedaled and decided not to sign our bill and instead um, SB 252. So, yes, um, she's absolutely wonderful. She's been in this game a lot longer than I have. You know, you spoke as, you know, like not really um politics and you know i wasn't either i mean i am just a nurse that showed up every day to go to work and wanted to do the very best for my patients and i was dragged into this you know and it's a lot easier for me to sometimes just keep my mouth shut not say anything and go about my business but i saw what was happening to our patients during the pandemic and then how it transpired into the care that was given or lack thereof and then how i was put as a uh, minority in this because I didn't want to get vaccinated and what that treatment looks like to healthcare workers and others who did not get vaccinated. I said at all costs, no matter what it takes until my last breath, we are going to fight this and it's going to, it's, it's going to be what do we do until it gets right. And so, um, yes, we are all trying to work to get to the governor and to see if we can make these corrections to the bill that was passed, the amendments, if you will, and if not, go with SB 680-2024. You know, again, a lot of people um, don't realize the damage that these are doing. And one of the other things that I speak out against is um, working with individuals that are vaccine injured and really just kind of putting it out there that people don't really understand that these individuals have been used for their stories. They've been highlighted and they've been receiving recognition for who they are but there's been no real plan to help these individuals. And, you know, uh, I have a few girls that I am very close with and, um, you know, Michelle Utter, I have Carolina, I have Rick Galvin, you know, individuals that have been severely injured by these vaccines and have been abandoned uh, by the healthcare system. And because we are such a broken healthcare system already, you know, unfortunately, when you're vaccine injured, you end up needing us because of your injuries. And so one of the things that I continuously see um, over and over again, because I predominantly specialize in cardiac healthcare, is multiple uh, vaccinated patients coming in uh, with strokes, heart attacks, neurological issues, arrhythmias, blood clots. Um, there's no denying it. I have the ability to see, just like others, how many vaccines these individuals have taken. I help directly run programs that deal with heart attack patients. I can see the data. Um, you know, again, it's just really unfortunate that we are not able to be protected in a way to get this information out and for people to understand because they always want to have proof and, you know, try to discredit who we are and say that we, you know, are not telling the truth. But I mean, unfortunately, it continues. And why the ban the jobs Florida? is one of the main mottos right now is because we continue to see the harm that it's causing. And when you continue to have a faulty product um, and you know about it and it's being documented because unfortunately the control group are the ones that have been vaccinated and the data continues to be collected every time you come to the hospital or you get in some sort of healthcare situation and we ask you, you know, what your status is. And so we can see that information and eventually that uh, data goes to other, other places and then eventually we'll go, you know, on record to say, you know, what's going on with these patients. So, you know, people need to understand that, you know, where there is risk, there must be choice. Informed consent is a non-negotiable and that everyone deserves the right to be treated like a, like a human being. And just because you choose differently does not mean that your life is any less valued. And so as a nurse, it is very important that people understand that there are so many people behind the scenes that want to come forward. And unfortunately, we have things in place that make it almost 100%, you know, termination, uh, if we were to come forward and speak out. And so a lot of people do a lot of things behind the scenes. And so I think the communities don't really feel that at times, because they don't see it in the masses when it comes to the healthcare workers. But there's reasons why. And a lot of people will say, you know, well, you're still in the hospital system. You're part of the problem. You know, you should have left like everybody else. And, you know, honestly, if, if all of us left, you know, some of these people left behind have turned into such different people now because of how the pandemic was handled and those behaviors that were allowed. 
that um, I can't say that I would want necessarily those people taking care of me and that we do need still caring and empathetic individuals there to have your back and advocate for you. And again, you know, knowing that we're not all bad people, um, because again, the perception is, is that no one can be trusted. And I understand very much so because I'm also in that system. I've seen what it's like for patients to be treated differently. I see what it's like for patients to be gaslit. You know, as nurses, we would bring things up to the doctors and we would get yelled at. We can't talk about it. I had a surgeon one time who, well-known surgeon, I had worked for him for five and a half years, you know, asked me my vaccination status in front of 20 people. And when I didn't say anything, literally lost his mind, yelling, hitting his hands on the desk, acting as if I was taking COVID as a joke and I didn't believe in it and that he was going to march me up to the um, ECMO unit. It is a joke. It was a PSYOP. I lived in New York City all of 2020, half 2021. Audience knows my story. But the reality, I didn't see a single body in the street. Nobody. No one died. Hospitals were empty, actually. In fact, there was no excess deaths worldwide all of 2020. Excess deaths only showed up in 2021, 2022 due to the vaccine, the bioweapons. No, nothing else. So there was no pandemic. The pandemic was were the vaccines. That's my opinion. Go ahead, Nicole. We had patients that came in with respiratory illness. So yeah. there is a virus that took place. But what happened was, in my opinion, was when an individual started to become sick, the way the pandemic was handled was the hospitals were on alert to not allow people to be admitted unless they were severe. And so a lot of patients would seek treatment coming to the hospital scared, you know, they weren't feeling well, and then they were- Ventilator, remdesivir, hospital strips. That's how they were treated. Go on. They were were turned away at first because they weren't sick enough. And then literally within days, they would come back and be so deathly ill that by that point, the hospital short staff, we don't have people there. Everybody's left because they don't want to deal with it. And patients aren't getting what they need. And then the ones that were barely hanging on, like you said, got sent to ICU. We put them on a ventilator. We proned them. We put them on IV remdesivir, which, you know, again, what is it? 20, 30%, if not more patients who've received IV remdesivir, which is the only country, United States, that still uses it. We still use it. Um, was putting patients on this for 10 and 15 days. And studies will show you in the beginning that really the, the treatment should only be for five days. So a lot of these studies, if you don't pay attention, you're going to see skewed data. So the ones prior to that, you were putting patients on 10 and 15 days, very long time. And after so many days on it, their kidneys would shut down. And unfortunately, when your kidneys shut down, you don't get rid of all of the toxins. And, and, they, and they knew that before the FDA ever approved remdesivir as the only treatment. They did. The and only did. treatment. They not Regeneron. Not not uh, ivermectin, all of that. No, no, none of that stuff. Exactly. And in fact, in France, in the first in the first I, month of January 2020, for the audience, very important point here. You used to be able to go in and buy HCQ, hydroxychloroquine, yes. over the counter in France. Right. They, they magically out of nowhere knew that. Well, you you can't be doing that now. Why could people get sick? So to your point, though, there was a virus. Well, let me explain. In Latin, virus means. Poison, toxin, does not mean a disease. It's a poison toxin that brings a disease in your body. It's number one. Number two on the point of the virus, doctors Lee Merritt, doctor, the virologist, Dr. Judy Mikovits, both friends of mine, both been on my shows for the last four years, have said what collectively? That there was some kind of virus, spike proteins on RNA fragments is their belief. There's no way to go prove that, right? Because it's all nano, nano size. And it was spread in New York. It was spread in, in northern northern Italy. It was spread in Seattle, South Korea, and other parts of the world, Iran. I mean, but it didn't spread like a virus. And, of course, it was on some ships, which brings in the 5G component, which I wrote about in April 2020. And the Epoch Times shut down the article. They've never done that before. They censored my article after 50,000 views in, in 36 hours. So something is up. There is an EF, 5G EMF component of it. There certainly were some kind of bioweapon spike proteins, which makes sense because that's what's in the vaccines anyways. And so that kind of like trying to camouflage one with the other. That is what they've done. Nicole, you got three minutes to close out. Go ahead. 
I just want to say that, again, we in Florida are really pushing to have all Floridians have equal rights. You know, a lot of people will say it's anti-science, anti-vax. You know, they put a really big negative spin on it. And I'm not saying that some people don't think that. I want to make sure that people understand that it's pro-choice. It's the ability to be able to choose what you put into your body and that no entity around you is able to force those decisions. And so we're trying to pass the laws that um, give everybody those equal rights to do it. Nurses are still being discriminated against. I'm one of them. Instead of it being COVID this year, this year I was almost not able to be hired because of a flu vaccine. I usually religiously exempt those. And this year I was denied a religious exemption and forced to get medical. I need people to understand that the vaccine injured are quadruple. I mean, they're just, it's blowing up. We have so many people that have stopped vaccinating but are still having health issues. And so you need to understand that it, it is still a problem and that we are advising do not take them and that we're hoping that the governor will be able to pull them off the shelves until some other situations can be found out because it's it's causing way too much harm. Um, and, and the fact is, too, that we need your support. We need more people willing to come forward. We need more people willing to show face. We need more people um, to highlight these issues and, and get the word out so that everybody understands what's going on because the lack of communication, we're being censored. I just posted my Ban the Jab Florida video. Uh, audio can't be heard. I can't comment on Instagram. I mean, nobody, I, I'm blocked now. So it's just, and I don't even have a huge following for that reason. You know, I have to stay private for my job. But, you know, again, it's like, we can't get the word out. You know, we can't let people know. And so this is why, we're coming forward so that we can highlight these stories and make sure people understand that, yeah, the pandemic may be over, but the aftermath is destroying our country and our citizens. And, and they're going to blame the fallout, the collateral damage, like you talked about, on the ne next pandemic 2.0. They'll right. blame it on, you know, monkeypox, disease X, whatever. Dr. It Joseph Sansone, great to see you. N Nurse Nicole, you know Dr. Joseph Sansone? I have heard of him. Hi, yes. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing, Nurse Nicole? Go ahead. I'm how you good. doing, Nurse Nicole? Very good. Sorry. Nice to. Joe, what do you tell tell her what you're doing so she gets a bigger picture? Sure. Okay. So, as you know, uh, and some of your viewers probably know, is we've been. Uh, by the way, I love the background you got going on there. But uh, we've been uh, we've been getting ten counties of passed banded jab resolutions declaring these to be biological technological weapons. Florida Republican Assembly, the Republican Liberty Caucus has jumped on board too. And um, so what we're doing now is we've got people uh, under the hashtag band of jab and stop the shots. Uh, we've got people putting out one to three minute videos on social media calling on Governor DeSantis to do his job and band of jabs. As you know, uh, James, uh, these injections meet the legal criteria of biological weapons according to 18 U.S.C. 175 Chapter 10 uh, biological weapons as well as Florida Statute 790.166. And that's by the world's leading legal authorities have affirmed that. And so we're calling on people to make these videos. You know, I put out that first video a week or so ago and then Nick Cataruno, who's a big health freedom activist, he, he followed suit put out a video and then dr avery brinkley who's uh got 40 years experience as a medical doctor he put out a video uh dr ben marble put one out he's up for a noble uh, peace prize for his uh, myfreedoctor.com website and now we've got dr vila over i think she's over by the villages but she's got like 2,000 vax injured patients and she's put out a few videos with her patients recently and so what we want to do is we want people to post these videos on twitter x whatever the heck it's called uh facebook uh Twitter's not censoring them, Facebook, uh, Substack, Rumble, and, and wherever, wherever else you can get them out. What, 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 here's the deal. Governor DeSantis is going to do his job or he's going to be shamed to the point where he can't even walk in public because we're not going to let our people be murdered anymore. Go ahead, uh, Nurse Nicole, uh, respond, uh, whatever you like to say. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I know every single one of those people that you mentioned, I did a podcast um, as well. And and so, and the physician I know from the villages, I know her. Um, again, it's a great message. I think uh, starting with this is really important to get the word out because right now, like I was saying prior, um, we're getting censored, we're getting blocked, we're not able to get the message out. And, you know, a lot of people are getting misinformation and, mis you know, they're not getting the education 
And uh, we're being discredited when, you know, people like myself are still in the hospital. I see it with my own eyes. And, um, you know, I, I can't prove it for various reasons. Obviously, I don't have that kind of protection and things to, to make that so. So, you know, just trying to have that platform and, and work with each other to to get the word out. Nurse Nicole, thank you very much. Uh, Merry Christmas. Have a great weekend. I appreciate you coming on board, talking about this very important subject, not only in Florida, but the other 49 states as well. Dr. Joe, great to see you. Yeah, my friend, it's great to be back. Uh, I got to tell you, I love this whole plat this decentralized media you got going on here. It looks good. The color works for you and everything. It's a, it's a wonderful, uh, you know, works for your complexion and everything. It's good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, uh, you know, as you know, the, you know, 17 million Floridians have been poisoned with these weapons of mass destruction. And um, based upon the research that's out there, and you're familiar with Dr. Anna Mahalchia's research. She's an MD yep. with a PhD in microbiology. And her research using this dark field microscopy indicates, as far as we can tell, that the shedding of the nanotechnology is ongoing. To your prior discussion, I'm leaning toward, of course, it was a PSYOP, but uh, I'm leaning toward that it was a synthetic nanoparticle weapon, just like the injections are. Um, and yep. it was sprayed, like you were saying, uh, maybe I think it may have even been put in the flu shot and they didn't even tell anybody. Um, because what we're, you know, and as you know, the research of Dr. Anna, it, it, even with the blood of a cadaver that was eight months old, that the, the self-assembling still occurred there. And, and so as far as we can tell, the shedding is ongoing. That's why people are just getting sicker over time. And as far as we can tell, um, I guess you go to my, my, uh, bad info, uh, or is it, what's it, mybatch.info or something like that. Yep. You can look at your batch number and everything. And, and as far as we can tell, this really is a multi-phase controlled experiment. They've got different ingredients in each batch that's going out with each manufacturer. Um, and so, um, I'm not pulling, you know, I don't pull punches anyway, but I'm not pulling any punches here. This is a larger depopulation agenda mixed with this warped transhumanism idea that they got where these lunatics want to try to create us into uh, part human, part machine. If you look at the research out there that Dr. Anna's been putting out there with the self-assembling uh, technology in there, the AI is hijacking the energy of our cells, replicating biosynthetic cells, and that's why you're getting these weird white fibrous biosynthetic blood clots. And she's shown that. And here's the deal. Nobody's contradicting the evidence that she's been putting out and Dr. David Nixon and other people. What they're doing is remaining silent on it. Now, you know, when people don't talk about something, you know, it's true, right? So oh, yeah, there's no question. It's absolutely true. Going back to your point about the flu vaccines, likely having some of these spike proteins in it. What, what very few people talk about is 2019. In 2019, in August 2019, in Wuhan, all of the people of Wuhan, or the majority of them, got a new, brand new flu shot. First time ever. That coincided with the 18th of September 2019 with a coronavirus drill in where Wuhan airport where one person was sick and spread around, right? So they be began to sigh up that way. Then we had, what, October 2000, uh, October 18, 2019, a month later to the day, what do we have? We had the Bill Gates psyop with Klaus Schwab and John Hawkins University called uh, Event 201, right, where they had a coronavirus come out of uh, virtual, come out of, of South uh, America and kill 65 million people. That never happened. But that was, you know, part of the, the predictive programming. We had the same day on the 18th of October, we had the Wuhan military games. So that was a way to spread the virus. And then, of course, we had Wuhan being the first city based in all of Asia, if not the world, turning on 20% of its 10,000 5G antenna arrays. All of it then. So you had the what I call the priming or the conditioning of the people of Wuhan to be sick either by the flu shot, sick by maybe the, the nanoparticles that were sprayed in Wuhan, and certainly got zapped by 5G. And I think the combination created a lot of the events that happened in January of that year, of 2020. Go ahead, Joe. Well, I think there's a, a strong argument that the frequencies um, can be used and are being used um, to affect your immune system and so on. Uh, I, you know, we don't know the full scope of it because nobody knows unless you're in on it. And I'm guessing even the people in on it are compartmentalized and they don't know every aspect of this murder agenda. But just go look. Let's just go at the basics here. In from uh, December 1st of 2020 through February 28th of 2021, 
So by March, that's where that early clinical data, when they first started rolling out the COVID injections before yep. it became yep. wide, a wide rollout, that 5.36 post-cumulative market analysis was out to the government then. Now, we didn't get to see it until November of 2021. But before the major, major rollout, it was rolled out, but not in a major way. They knew these shots were deadly. They knew that, you know, 23% of the pregnant babies would die, you know, the, the pregnant women's children would die in the womb. They knew that there were like a, over a thousand side effects. I mean, um, you know, Nurse Mc, Nicole might be able to read those that list there. But when I was looking through that list with all those medical terms, I'm like, what is that? You know, you have to be a medical doctor to even read that. But, you know, you had anything there from death, to blindness, uh, cancer, heart attacks, and so on. And, and um, this is, um, you know, it's a multi-phase campaign that they're waging against us. And, and the psychological terrorism component of it still, look, I get people coming to me now. And, they're, you know, some of them are young, too. They're not just older people. But I get young people coming to me now that are traumatized because of the PSYOP they did. Yeah, it's, it, it, uh, we, we have, as Dr. Judy Mikovits called this literally three years ago, of VAIDS, vaccine AIDS. She called it the immune system crashes. And now they're actually all that stuff showing up in the last six months, backing up her belief uh, from, from three years ago. Absolutely amazing. Then you got the turbo cancer, which was the term invented in bloody England by doctors there in, in, in summer of 2021. Because they they you're now diagnosing cancers, very aggressive cancers, in stage four. You're not diagnosing them at one, two, or three. You're four. You don't have six months to live. You have six weeks to live, or if not days. And it's almost like no way to stop it. So you have that. I know people, friends of mine, who who end up with eye aneurysms, microscopic blood clots in their eyes, and they probably living up in, in the blue states of New England. They probably got the lesser of the thirty five or fifty formulations with the red states getting the most lethal, right? And uh, the blue getting the, the least, right? There's some placebos in there. But to your point, Joe, Secretary Pompeo, he, Secretary of State, what did Pompeo tell the world uh, 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 one week after Trump declared a national emergency? I'm talking about Friday the 20th of March, 2020. He, he said on the White House task force, he, he told he told President Trump, "Oh, we're an ex this is an experiment going on. You can still find that clip on YouTube, still out there. No question, the military's involved. No question. You didn't. You don't need people to, to find paperwork two years later saying, oh, the military involved. Military was involved all the way back then. He admitted it. Told President. President like what? He didn't know. So we have all of this stuff going on. And yeah, the military's been behind us for years. So our military part of it is completely infiltrated. Go ahead, Joe." Yeah, it, it has been uh, as of all levels of government. And but but what I'm saying though is that these people that weren't maybe the planners of it, but your typical deep state bureaucrat. I don't mean the shadow government itself, but yep. they knew early in spring of 2021 that these were deadly. They should immediately put a halt to it. But as you know, I like to say they're all cowards, corrupt. They're out of touch. But um, here's the thing, though. We know the censorship works. We also, uh, you know, I don't know if you saw that clip with the debate where Megan Kelly went off the reservation and because she's vaccine injured. She's got, I think, an autoimmune disease from the vaccine yeah. and some other issues. And she's a little pissed about that. So she went off the reservation. I don't know if you saw this and asked a question of Vivek about the uh, injections. And of course, his answer wasn't really that good. I mean, it's probably better than the other people on the stage. But, you know, we went back to the 80s with the vaccine immunity thing, which is correct. That should have never happened. But the answer should have been these are biological and technological weapons. They need to be halted immediately. We need to, you know, we need to halt these immediately and work to mitigate the problem of what, with all these people's health you just damaged. Because 271 million Americans got at least one injection. And so, but... Um, that clip was blacked out during the live, you know, because you get that seven second delay. That clip was blacked out and had a little message on the screen. And afterward, people are seeing that clip because the video got out. <laughs> and, and this is like, that's how bad the censorship is. But I'm going to tell you right now, they can't stop us because no. we're, no, they can't because we're more creative than they are. And, uh, and, and, we're, and we're more relentless. And people, the more injured that come out and start realizing like what the heck happened, the more people wake up, the more people wake up, eventually it becomes a tipping point, like on a seesaw, no different than that, right? There's only 3% that actually uh, began the American Revolution, right? Yeah, that's what they Actually, at 10%, I think you're at the tipping point. And it's going to come some event, I believe, early, first half of next year, it's going to wake up everybody. I know I've been saying it for the last year, 
But eventually, there's going to be a financial crash. There's no question about it. Eventually, the the, the people that have been you know hit by these bioweapons will wake up and realize they were poisoned. Eventually, I'm not going to say, say I'm not going to. I don't. We don't know. It's uncharted territory how they're going to react. But it's not going to be mm-hmm. pleasant. It won't be five stages of grief. It is going to be a reckoning. Like like I showed a clip earlier, Joe. I don't know if you've seen it today, but you had a Ukrainian um, man walk in walk into a village council meeting with three flash grenades. And got tired of the BS going back and forth between the council members and the villagers, and just that's the end of this this meeting. Boom. And I could see something like that come along this way, whether it's a school board meeting, a city council meeting. I'm not condoning anything, or mm-hmm. a hospital board meeting. And I'm serious about that because you're going to you're going to break pe- people are going to break, and when they break, there's going to be different reactions. I'm condoning nothing related to violence, but it's there. It's already happening in Ukraine. It's coming to the West. If that, if something like that happens, it's because the CIA wanted it to happen. It's a Manchurian candidate that did it. Because I'm telling you right now, there were months where I was walking around as the only guy without a mask in our public grocery stores down here. And uh, people are, are so docile. I mean, they're starting to wake up more. But um, I, what, but what we need to, it needs to become more like. Um, and that's what these videos are part of it. We need to wake more people up. It needs to be aware that those people on your city council, your county government, they need to be more afraid of us than they are their taskmasters. Masters, and they should be because I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be a shortage on rope on so at some point. But rope is reusable, so I'm kind of happy about that whole recycling <laughs> thing with that. But uh, no, this is um, what we're asking. We're Look, in a war. Have- we're in survival for for mankind. I'm going to say it flat out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I agree. No, no question about that, Joe. No, there's no doubt. No, there's no doubt about that in my mind either. Now, keep in mind, I've been aware of this stuff since at least 1992. It's just happening now, and so, um, so not. I don't have a problem saying it at this point. But um, what we're asking is for if you have a soul, speak out and make a video. Yeah. Don't be silent. Don't become whistleblowers. Because eventually, yeah, you're not a you whistleblower. What. If you're eventually not a whistleblower, you're going to be arrested by a bunch of deputized military people. So you're not well, going. We to got this. We got this. Law. It's not happening. Well, Jay, Go we ahead. got this unrestricted warfare guy on decentralized media. So if you work for the government, especially in the state of Florida, but anywhere, and you want a whistleblow, bring it here. It will get out. No question. Um, be, because we're not afraid. James certainly isn't afraid. And, and uh, But but I really need you to make these videos and put them out there. Um, if you're doing Twitter, keep it under 140 seconds so you can upload it directly. Uh, use the hashtag bandajab and stop the shots. Uh, we need to get these videos out there. We need to get other people to do them, share other people's videos when they're put out there. Um, they can't kill all of us, and they can't delete every video. So I, I got a request here. Nicole Nicole said a lot of her stuff's being her video, short videos with her and her team of workers or whatever colleagues are be are being kind of censored or throttled or shadow banned or whatever. I I would like to connect both of you by email since you're both in Florida and see if you guys can't work together and, and build what you're building on, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that might just be on the platform. You know, some platforms are gonna do that versus others. Um Twitter, I don't think, is behaving too badly right now. Um, no, I'm it's not reasonable. big on Twitter. I'm not big on Twitter. I get a lot more action on my Substack, and I've been putting videos on there too, um, and, and my Rumble. But really, my Substack's big for me. But uh, yeah, you just need to get them out there any way you can. These videos need to start appearing all over the place because you know Facebook hasn't even been taking them down. Now I don't know if they're shadow banning some of them, but I've been on that list for a long time on there. But uh, uh, just get the videos out. Just do it. Because Governor DeSantis, uh, uh, he needs to... This guy has no business running for president right now. We're being murdered. He needs to do his job. And here's how you know the whole damn thing is fake, James. Because honestly, if Governor DeSantis were a real candidate and this were a real election, he'd turn around... He would have done this a year ago, but definitely now since the campaign is over, he would ban the jab, uh, declare them biological weapons, and turn around and blame Trump. Then Trump would have to turn around and blame Fauci. Yeah, well, of course. that's the smartest move. But why isn't he doing it? Either right. he's a Manchurian candidate or the whole election's fake. Or both. And, and DeSantis, think, right. Personally, I don't think there's an election next year at all. That's just my opinion. And that's more fake to alien, do. Are we getting a fake that, alien that, invasion? It's a lot more to do than, than the vaccines and the pandemics. It's something to do with the financial crash, the, the truth coming out 
about all, all of the shadow, the global shadow government. That is really what it's about. I don't think it's an election next year. My opinion, I've stuck on this for the last six months. I really don't care about the politics of election next year. Doesn't interest mm -hmm. me. Waking up the people only and the truth, the only two things that, that interest me. Nicole, go ahead, jump in for a minute. Say, say uh, goodbye to the audience and then uh, I'll let Joe close out. Go ahead, Nicole. I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. Um, I think it's really great that we keep connecting more people. And like you said, just trying to get these videos out, trying to get the word out, trying to get people to understand that there's so many of us out there that are trying to reach the public to understand what is happening, especially with the vaccine injured and the fact that we have these shots still on the market that are completely not working and that we continue to see patients in the hospital despite what anybody is telling you. These people are coming in and we have the data to show what what they're vaccinated with and how many. And so just to please stand with us, we're trying to go this session to get SB 680-2024 passed so that we can protect all Floridians against all vaccines and possibly amend SB 252. Again, the whole goal is to give everybody pro-choice and to protect you from harm from these faulty products. Thank you very much, Nicole. You've been a great guest. I really enjoyed having you on today. Pleasure to meet you. Joe, go ahead. You got uh, two minutes to close out the show. It's all yours. So, yeah, we all support health freedom, and, and that's that's great legislation. But remember, when it's coming to these C-19 injections, these are weapons of mass destruction, biological and technological weapons, according to state and federal law. Okay, these need to be halted. It's a weapons program. Being Biological warfare is being waged against American people, against Floridians. And there's no doubt about that at this point. Uh, even just being a biological agent, harming people in mass, and you're still allowing that to occur, it still meets the criteria. And we all know people, everybody listening to the sound of my voice right now knows somebody that died from these shots or is dying from the shots. If you don't, you just haven't connected to the dots of why they got the cancer, why they got the heart attack, and so on. And um, you need to step up now. You need to do this now. It's not going to stop unless we make it stop. No matter how you look at it, the future is ugly. But uh, we have future, to do it. The future is going to be ugly. We want to be less ugly. We want yeah. to deal with the, the 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 fallout and debris field. We want to shorten that. We don't want to extend this forever because this is a very problematic for society. Society will break down. 100 nurses have, have died suddenly in the past couple of months. We have other nurses that are, that are just... I guess uh, traumatized, exhausted, fatigued, can't deal with with the with the uh, you know all the all the uh, coercive CEOs and doctors above them, bosses. They're they're sick and tired. They're they're abandoning their own profession. So big health's going to collapse one form or another. Going to run out of money, and people are walking off the job. And it's a very big problem for the silver generation in this country, in particular. Joe, I want to bring you and Dr. Anna on right in the beginning of the new year because I know she's doing a lot of research and you'll have new uh, insights. Thank you both. Have Both of you have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year in these dark times. We will still win this fight. Thank you. God bless you, James. You too, Joe.